Fix. Welcome to the Bridging a Generation podcast. I am your host, Malak Ari, and I'm back with another amazing episode. Now, look, before we even get started, please subscribe to Bridging a Generation podcast, YouTube, if you haven't already. Uh, follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, wherever you guys get the streaming services. And please like, share, comment, you know, follow us on uh, Bridging a Generation uh instagram and uh different social media sites so i'm gonna give you guys a chance to hit that like button you know we need that it's very important as far as this engagement so give you guys a second to go ahead and knock that out right now all right let's go again i'm Malak Arif, your man watching bridging the generation podcast and today i have a very 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 special guest now this brother my next guest hails from the city of alexandria virginia uh, he is the DMV's own. He's been putting it down in the game for a minute now. Originally came on the scene back in 2008, 2009 with the Board of Administration, which featured uh, Wale, Fat Trail, Trey of UCB, and a host of others. Uh, throughout uh, the years, he has released numerous critically acclaimed projects. Uh, he's now currently with Currency's Jet Life imprint, and he's fresh off his latest single, any other day and with all that said it's an honor to introduce to the bridge of the generation podcast the one the only cold busy aka black cobain let's get it How you doing, bro? What's going on, man? Hey, man, we ready to. I, I'm, I'm ready to really get it in with this interview, man. This is something I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been wanting to, you know, to put together for a long time. Let's just say that. Yes, sir. My man yeah. hit me up. He was like, man, these my peoples. He was like, that's my good man. I was like, see, say less. Let's do it. Man, hey, hey, that's 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 good to hear, man. That's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do this shit for, man. It's it's for the culture, man. So. You know what I'm saying? I've been following your your career for a long time, man. At least 12, 13 years before we even get into any of that shit. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about man how you been maintaining, man. I gotta ask all my guests, man, how have they been maintaining with this whole pandemic shit, man? I know it's crazy. You know, folks is out here losing their minds. All these conspiracy yeah. theories going on, and we without going too it, it's a too detail on some Alex Jones type shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's just talk about like how have you been able to focus, man, and continue to bless us with with, with uh with, with great music, man? Because I'm um, I'm I'm tapped I, in, brother. Let's go. I, I put a few verses out over the pandemic, and I think they were pretty substantial because they were on Currency's project. And uh-huh. y'all already know like how his uh, his core fan base is. That so hurts. it was that was a blessing just to have two verses on a project so big that reached so many people. But as far as like the pandemic, I feel like um, the pandemic kind of helped me for real because okay. um, 
maybe I was a little too comfortable. Explain. You know, um, once you when you just be like in a groove where you're doing the same things every day, mm-hmm. and it's they seem like that's what you're supposed to do. Right. And the pandemic kind of came through and shook shit up to, to let you know, like, yeah. um, like your little routine can be be thrown off all the way, and like everything that you throw up to have you be like in a, a substantial place. Okay, it could nah, that makes sense. Be taken all the way from you, so you yeah. be having to like step your grind up and really pushing yourself to limits that you didn't even know you would take because it's like you don't have a choice mm. so i feel like for for the, what what the pandemic did it was like all odds like back against right. the wall like yeah. we don't know what's gonna happen let me go fucking put in these hours let me mm. let me go do what i gotta do stack this money let me go you're gonna try anything because you right. don't know what the outcome of is gonna be with the pandemic people losing jobs you they telling you stay in the house they telling you not to work and they're trying to just make it seem like they're going to take care of you with this little one check but that's not like really reasonable right right you know what i'm saying so i feel like with the pandemic it it, it should have turned everybody hustling to know like you should be only dependent on you and what you could bring you eat what you kill oh man I, i i literally I literally just used that term earlier today, man, when I just started thinking about what's what's about to take place with the whole, you know, the unemployment and about to get shut off and people now I know a lot of this doesn't affect you guys, but on on a greater scale, things is about to get really rough, you know what I'm saying, for a lot of people. For a lot of people. Now, I'm fortunate. I know you fortunate, you know what I'm saying? But when you look at what's going on out here, does it does it really you know, do you really look at yourself as as, as being in a in a, a in a very uh, fortunate and blessed situation, man? Considering all things, um, I think like all the moves that I made and like the relationships that I kept put me in position to even be in a position to not have to worry about things. Right. Um, everybody's not that fortunate, and like it could put you in a scary situation that's why you see like the uproar of the violence and shit like that like shit ain't trickling down the way it's supposed to be trickling down and then you gotta like just survive and when you put you put somebody back against the wall where they gotta take care of their family and just survive you don't know what they gonna do that's a fact you know what i'm saying so the hunted, it, 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 either the hunt, they either be the hunted or the or the or the, the hunter. Exactly, exactly, and that and that's scary to think that we in those kind of times because it's like if somebody not eating, like they don't have no choice but to rob, steal, kill, do right. what they got to do to survive. And I feel like America is kind of like creating that. Mm. Like I, I like I'm, I'm a deep thinker. Like I'll be watching movies and shit, and I know these people in Hollywood. They like so far advanced. They got money. They be knowing what the fuck be going on. That's so like I'll be looking at a, a movie like Purge, and I'll be like, that's a real thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, what was like, the one? What was the? Uh, like I feel like uh, Bird Box. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like they created all this shit. Yeah. Okay. Nah, nah. Yeah, that make that makes a lot of sense, man. That's like it's a, it's just refreshing, man, to hear you know rappers talking about these things, man. Because you, you you look on social media, you look on Instagram, and it look like everybody is out here just having the 
the time of their life in reality you know a lot of people out here hurting and even the so-called rappers that's out here doing pretty good like yourself or whatever you guys are you guys still know people that are in yeah. dire straight situations yeah no no i'm not i'm not no a-list rapper or nothing like that like i've been able to like maintain and be able to like get a second chance with signing with jet life and shit like that but like I'm still like in the grassroots level with everything. You know what I'm right. saying? Even with starting my own business with Sucker Free mm-hmm. and opening the store and like still trying to like find where my position is as a rapper, right. even though I'm still blessed to have a foot in the game and shit like that. But like, I still feel like I'm gra- I'm down at the grassroots too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and yeah. I don't care how rich you are. Like, if the world shut down and they, and this disease is out here and they're telling you to get shots, like, everybody is fair game. We all on the same playing field. Because if you get sick and you're rich, what the fuck? Yeah, we don't, nah. these vaccines, we don't, ain't no cure for this shit. Like, we're all just out here trying to, like, figure it out. They talk about, uh, you know the Delta variant now, man. So it's just like you don't know what's about to happen right yeah, now, we man. Don't know what's about to happen, bro? I feel like it's all fair game right now, bro. Oh, that's a fact. That's a fact. Let's switch. I'm gonna switch gears for a second, man, because again, your story, man, is very interesting, man. You know, uh, to my knowledge, man, you're one of the first rappers, man, to ever come out of the uh, Alexandria area, and I want to talk about that, man. You know, uh, uh, to my knowledge, man, everything started. 500 Payne Street, Alexandria, Virginia, man. So let's let's go back to that time, man. Just uh, you know, what was your introduction to hip hop, man? You know, what got you wanted to be uh, uh you know a participant in this genre? My introduction to hip hop for real was I was the only child for a long time. And like my family and my brothers came from being in my neighborhood and shit like that. I wasn't really into school like that. I was always a writer and I was a huge fan of Biggie. Like that was like my favorite rapper. And I was like huge on the Hot Boys, No Limit. Like I used to just breathe rap music. Like I just found myself just like gravitating to it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that I really wanted to be a rapper. I just like seeing the rapper on the cover, reading the book. You, you know how you used to get the book and open it up, see yeah. all the pictures. Yeah, and shit like yeah. That. Oh hell yeah, the credits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it was a mystique. It was a mystique. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. them niggas put out an album and you won't even see them niggas for like a year and a half. You know what I'm saying? Like damn, these niggas really superheroes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there was I'm no social media. media. You couldn't just DM, DM, and DM yeah. and shit. You couldn't do shit like that, bro. So like, I was really into that. It's like, damn, how do I overcome that? You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, just going to school and shit like that. I was never focused on school. I used to always be writing raps, bro. I don't know what the fuck I was talking about, but I was in it writing. <laughs> like, I was just talking to my mom the other day. Like, she said she found my notebooks. I'm talking about I had, what, what's it called? Five star? The, the five star notebooks. Yeah, I know trap Yeah, yeah, okay. I go to five star trap Like raps, 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 raps. I'm feeling, I'm feeling school and everything, brother. The raps is in me. Yeah. Like, I always was like just interested in being a rapper. Like I was interested in the art. I was interested in the books. Like where are these guys from? It was like they felt like superheroes 
for somebody in like the urban community. You know what I'm saying? So like, my love for rap came super early. I'm talking about like elementary school. Wow. Would you would you consider yourself like, you know, kind of like a historian? Because most people, man, you you know the way that you're talking about, uh, you know, the 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 art form, man. You know, a lot of people don't delve into it like that. As far as like, you know going into the, the the credits and looking at the engineers and the producers and like that's a that's a whole nother era right there if you ask a lot of young artists today and even artists you know that may be our age man there's a lot of guys man that uh that that are in the genre but they they don't go that deep into it you know what i'm saying so yeah so so you know would you would you consider yourself like somewhat somewhat of a historian when it comes to i, I think i am because like I don't have no, um, I don't have no sellers when it comes to music. Right. Like I enjoy all music, mm-hmm. so like I can listen to down south music. I love like the Jay Z's of the world, Nas's. I love real rap. Like I love jazz music. Mm-hmm. I love alternative music. I love reggae. No doubt. I love like so like I'm really like a fan and of music. You know what I mean? Mm. It don't even have to have words. Like if the okay. music's good, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, like, I'm right. A fan nah, of music. Okay. Live okay. bands, live instrumentation, making beats, no composing. Like mm. I love music. No so, so so talk about let's talk about, you know, like Alexander, you know, the the, the late eighties, early nineties, man. You know, because I remember going to I was in high school, um, I graduated from high school in Virginia, my senior year of high school. And I remember going to like, you know, the multiplex and you know what I'm saying? I remember going Down on Richmond Highway. Yeah, Richmond Highway, Seven Woods and yes, you, sir. you know what I'm saying, New Pride. Like so I'm, I'm definitely I went I graduated from Garfield. Garfield. Garfield City, yeah, and that's in Prince William, yeah, Prince William County. Man, you was in Garfield early, cause like I wasn't a big Woodbridge, Dell City guy, but like when I got older, like kind of yeah. going into college, I met a lot of good dudes who went to Garfield and Hilton and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it felt foreign because yeah, you know, I know, and it's crazy. It ain't like it's that far. It ain't that Cause far. You, yeah, because you, you, uh, went, cause you, you went to TC. Yeah, I went to TC and West Virginia. Okay. I graduated okay. from West Virginia because I got in trouble with TC and oh shit, I got kicked out. Well, they were trying to expel me in 11th grade, and my pops was like, don't even wait for that. Just, <laughs> just go ahead and dip out. <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, so, uh, like, going to Dell City and stuff, like, I swear to God, it'd be so crazy, like, how confined you be to your neighborhoods, like, when you're yeah. growing up poor and in these urban markets and your parents got to work. It's really yeah. a different. We really grow up different, bro, because we don't really get to see much. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. crazy that I didn't know about Garfield and Hilton until, like, after high school and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, right. In high school. Shit, I, I, like I said, I moved in my senior year of high school. I, I never even heard of it. I went to school in Yeah, I, I grew up in D.C. So That's to me, it was it was a culture shock. And you ain't hear about a, a high school that was only like 15, 20 miles away. That's insane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, yeah. for, for me, for me, like in my high school years and um, uh, the things that I, I enjoyed about high school was just, you know, 
being able to go to a different school because I grew up in Alexandria. I'm from like around New Projects area. I grew up in the Jefferson Village area. Okay. And now, are those ones are those the ones that was torn down? Going that not like that. You got the bird that's close to the water. Okay. And then you got new projects in Uptown that's close to like if you come in like from Jefferson Davis and you see them projects on the side by the McDonald's and all by the McDonald's and the, the car wash. Yeah, that's like Uptown okay. new projects. And then there's another project that's like in like close to Old Town a little bit. I'm from that side. Okay. It's like hella projects in Virginia, like. But all that yeah. shit gone though. It seemed like it seemed like man, they they gentrified the hell out of that they area. Knocked, they knocked a lot of them down, but it's yeah. there's a lot of like people over yeah. there. You know when they put like those those new buildings, they gotta like put like ten percent of the people back in, shit like okay. that. So, right, right. Yeah, it just it you know it was cool. Man. Alexandria was cool. My parents and my my family they from DC and Maryland. My dad is from Southeast. My grandma is from Southeast. Um, their main objective was for me not to grow up in Southeast. No doubt. So that's why oh, yeah. we we yeah. went to VA. Same here. That's why I moved out to VA pretty Facts. much. So <laughs> I, I'm get away. <laughs> yeah, get, like, get away I'm, from Southeast. I'm yeah, my dad was Northeast, but yeah, same thing. He had yeah. to get out the city. Yeah, get out the city. I'm thankful for it now, looking back at it. And like, I would have it no other way. Yeah, nah, that's a fact. I, I try to tell people all the time. Like, I remember people say, "Oh, that's Virginia. Oh, that's PG County." I'm like, man, it's the same shit. It's all the same because we all got the same culture. It's the same yeah. culture. The only thing separates is, goddamn, is, is is a river going towards Virginia, and damn. Uh, uh, you know, East Capitol Street. I mean, what, what's it called? Uh, uh, Southern Avenue. Yeah, that's the only thing that really separates us, man. If it's the same culture, right? Right. It's, it's, it's everything. The music is good. Everything. I don't care if you're DC, Maryland, VA. Yeah. You, you're, you're engulfed in this culture. It's no exactly. way. And the, and the culture of this area is how I started listening to you because from the I went to college in North Carolina, came back and I started hearing rap that sounded like how I thought. And yeah, it was like, oh, we didn't have that it sounds familiar to me. I know what he's talking about, or the slang, the places he's talking about, and, and it feels familiar. It's, it's the culture of the DMV now. It wasn't called that. Yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> right, right. I like the DMV. I, I don't have no problem with the DMV. I, I like it. <laughs> well, I, I heard it now, but when I went, first went to college, that was they just called it the area. Yeah. In North Carolina, they would say, "Are oh, you from the area?" And that was yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you from back home? Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Like everybody ain't from home. Like if you right. say that to them, <laughs> you from home? <laughs> so so look, so so let's fast forward a little bit, man. I know you end up, you know, so. Here you are, like you say, man. You, you grew up listening to Biggie. You know what I'm saying? You, you uh, I take it. You know, you, you know a, uh, a lot of history when it comes to, to the culture. When did you realize, like, man, I'm fucking nice. Like, I really do this shit. This is something uh, that I could make a living off of. When we did four, when me and Wale recorded four a.m. Whoa! So you jump, oh, you jumping against? I was gonna get to because that's one of my favorite Black Cobain tracks of all time. But shit, since yeah. we, we since we there, let's go. I felt I felt like that's when I was like, okay, like I could really do this. 
because I never got like that many people who were like excited about the first. You know what I'm saying? Um, now that nail project, man, I like that. That nail project that came out before um, Young Gifted and Black, man, that shit was tough, man. Yeah, that was all right, man. All right, so. Me, and as and while it was on that joint too, it has you you had some dope features and he, shit he on was that joint. Busy now, all right. We going busy right, now. Yep. Yeah. Let me take, with, with right, Trey so and all that. Yeah. My first mixtape was called um, "Now or Never," right? Okay. That was like the introduction. And me and my friends used to like throw parties and be outside and like everything we used to do. I used to just document. It, you know what I'm saying? And that hyped my friends up. But I was rapping before that, and my friends never got hyped about my raps. You know now did saying? you so now like, now did you have the style that you had because one thing about you you have a very distinctive style like when I hear Black Cobain I hear his voice that's Black Cobain I know I know your voice I know the, I know your your, your flow and delivery is very distinctive so did you have that back then I did I heard you I heard in your music that you wanted to sound like Kanye I that, <laughs> wow that's crazy because you know why everybody used to say I, I I sound like Wale, I sound like Wale, but I never tried to sound like Wale. Ever. I don't. I never hear that. I, I didn't hear ever. I, I, I never wanted to sound like him. I Y'all sound nothing alike. Like him. I never wanted to do anything like Wale. Right. I was the biggest Kanye fan. And when people used to say like, "Oh, you sound like Wale," I used to just be like, "How?" Like I'm trying to sound like Kanye. <laughs> you know he was purposely trying to sound like Kanye. They just heard the accent. That's all they heard. That's all that was. And a lot of the times, like, like, I'm not even exaggerating shit. Like, I used to hang. Me and my friends used to hang together before we hung with Wale. If that makes sense. Okay. So like, I was around like LeGreg and them, and we used to be cracking jokes. We used to have this lingo. We used to have all this shit, and it used to be natural to us. So like, when we start to hang around Wale, everybody just used to be saying the same slang. Everybody used to be talking the same thing. Everybody used to be doing, you know what I mean? Because we right, used to right. be together every day. Yeah. So like. That's probably what they heard more than me trying to sound like Wale because mm. I can wholeheartedly tell you guys that I never wanted to sound like him. I, I I don't know. I used to hear people say that, and I used it used to puzzle me because I don't hear it at all. But yeah, I don't I don't know. So like so so go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Now I, I wanted you. You just mentioned the brother Legreg, and um, yeah. you know my introduction to you, of course, man, was was through board of administration, man. So. Talk about that that relation between you know Muhammad Legreg and, and what? How did that whole thing come together? How did that? How did how did you guys start that whole thing? Me and Greg went to school together, and uh, we used to be together every day in school. Now you went to, you went to Virginia State, right? Yeah, I went to Virginia State. Okay. And we used to hang together every day, and we used to have, have so much shit we used to be trying to do. We used to be trying to do a clothing line. We used to be trying to do fashion shows. Like we just wanted to be in the mix. Oh, so he was a part of that shit too. He was part of the early, the early stages of it. Like, I'm telling you, know, bro, like it's so much shit. Like, me and G used to, we used to be into the fashion. Like before, right. like it was even a thing. We were trying to do our own clothing line. We didn't know what the right. fuck we were doing. And then he went on and went to New York and he used to work with Apple Bottoms and all this shit. And I was doing music. Um, I used to be with my guys in New York. And G used to work in New York. So he used right. to come to the studios with us and shit in New York. And he used to always be like, bro, 
you're nice. He was like, I don't know what them other niggas doing. He was like, but you could do something. <laughs> and I used to be like, nah, I ain't tripping. You know what I'm saying? Because I was in the group. And I was just like, right. nah, we, we doing this shit together. And mm-hmm. then he just kept telling me that shit. Kept telling me that shit. Kept telling me. And then when we both kind of like graduated and was figuring out what we was trying to do, like we used to hang together every day. Him and Wale, uh, this was after like attention deficit didn't do well. Wale came home and he got with Greg, Trey from UCB, and Mo. Mo is like this big fashion guy who's like got style. He's like the golden child hustler, uptown DC. Oh no, he we stayed on me, me and him stayed on the same block. I'm a little I'm a little older than him, but he yeah. he moved around the block on Fairmont when I when yeah. I was when I was ready to move out. Yeah, uptown for yeah. Fairmont. Then you got Trey, UCB singer like Golden Child. Then you got Greg, this creative fucking mind. And then them they was together. Like when Wale came home, like he didn't really have to do nothing. It was just like, bro, just make music. We'll handle the rest. And like you got more about nothing you got right you got fucking ambition you got that young get them black you got black What's you got trail you got yeah. Tierra thomas yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what you got from those times you know what i'm yeah, saying man y'all had y'all had man that was a hell of a lineup man and and and, and we were so young and like the business went right and everybody's going through so much and it's just like it just didn't work out i don't know what for i don't know what the reason was but everything didn't work out but it was it it all happened so fast that's all right if you if you can you know if you can change i don't want to say you know change one thing but if you can go back what is some point one of the lessons that you learned from that situation because again man outside looking in it to me it looked like a very promising situation man because again I felt like that project that you put out, man, that Young Gifted and Black project, the Cheers project, to me, those are mixtape classics. 4 a.m., 5 a.m., like you, you got some bangers on there, on it, and 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 Fat Trail, a lot of the music. So what what I, what I want to say is, man, what were some of the things that you learned from that? Just that whole experience, man. Um, control your emotions. You know what I'm saying? Um. Like really like enjoying the moments. Like when you doing that, going on tour, like all this shit happening so fast, bro, you don't even really know what's going on. Yeah. Like all that shit happened so fast, bro. Like I just started getting fans so fast. I was on an ambition tour so fast. Like I went on tour with Meek so fast. Everything happened yeah. so fast, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And like I'm trying to learn like what's going on. And then I'm trying to like be cordial with everybody like i'm not like really enjoying it and right realizing like what we're doing you know what i'm saying right. it's it's so, it started like, to become the business down, like i wouldn't worry yeah. so much i'm a worry yeah. i used to worry yeah. like what's next what we gonna do like what's going on why are right. everybody doing this why niggas ain't doing this oh you know what i'm saying nah, right. bro. like i would let go and just enjoyed it more you know what i'm saying right. i was always working and thinking about what's next why this nigga mad or why we ain't doing this or why we ain't doing that or nah bro right, right. you know what i'm saying okay. so i would have just enjoyed it more and really like been all the way in the moment 
That shit happened so fast, bro. <laughs> I know it, it seemed like it seemed like it was it was like another lifetime ago, especially compared to what you got going on now. But you know, like I said, man, I remember it like it was yesterday. And and one of those highlights of that moment is the aforementioned song that you just you just brought up, man. I gotta talk about it, man. At 4 a.m., man. Like to me, that was the one in my opinion. I thought this was the one I was supposed to take you out of here, man. You got the the, the Rick Ross cameo, you know what I'm saying? Stally in the video. Wale spit one of his nicest verses ever. That's you got busy. Well, I mean, the, the whole will put that verse up against anything. Man, what? The the uh, the, what's the Detroit Lions or the um, what's my man? Uh, yeah, the Dominic Sue. Yeah, 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 I love it. Yeah, yeah, man, line. I I love that line right there, man. You got busy in in that shit, man. The whole visuals. Ross, the MMG uh, uh, affiliation, man. So, just talk about that, man. How did that? How did that? Uh, that particular song come together, and um, you know, what's your what's your relationship like with 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 Wale, and you know, even with Ross, and that you know, to this day. Um, Ross acknowledges who I am. He he talked to Spitter. Him and Spitter are real close. So yeah, I seen him on IG. He'll yeah. tell Spitter all the time, like, man, you got one with Cobain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and. Um, Around that time when we made 4 a.m., I remember we was in Philadelphia and it was like we started working on the song at like 250. Mm. And we wasn't finished until like 430. That's why we okay. called it like 4 a.m. I would boy, yeah, okay. That's about the ass, yeah. I remember it was it was DJ59, DJ Omega, Tone P, me, Wale, Greg, at like 250 in the morning. Mm. They was in there scratching like pulling Wale quotes like that's how you hear the scratching and shit. Yeah, 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 Omega, yeah. Omega did Wale. The legendary DJ Omega. DJ Omega five yeah. nine took little pieces for me and scratched mine. Mm. And I remember writing my verse. It took me like twenty minutes. Damn. And this is the thing this is the thing about me. It don't take me no time to write no verse. Like I'm gonna say how I feel it's gonna come out and if right. I'm rolling it's just gonna come out. It's just gonna come out. And I remember I did my first, and I was done in 20 minutes. And while it took like uh, two hours to finish, <laughs> and I'm in that on so impatient because I'm like, what the? Yeah. Fuck? I'm like this nigga. But like when his first came, hey. out, I'm like, All right, I get now it. you see what? But your but but your verse on that thing is is crazy. Yeah, your verse on that thing is I get it I can understand why it took so long though but go ahead <laughs> while I used to take a, a, a lot of time a long time for all his verses like I didn't overthink like that like okay. overthink. I ain't overthink like that like whatever came out I was gonna say it you know what I'm saying right. I felt. and me and she used to talk about it like why the fuck is he taking so long to like <laughs> write his verses cause I used to be like bro like <laughs> How he supposed to be better than me, but he's taking all day. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> he like, man, you know, like he used to tell me like your shit is like how you feel right now, and while yeah. he's trying to find metaphors and shit, like yeah, yeah, like how that sounds like Wale. Yeah, yeah, like how I felt is coming yeah. right out. Like I'm not changing, and that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. Like you guys don't rap alike at all. <laughs> Y'all don't sound like. I don't know why people it's like it's like people they hear something and then they just latch on to it because other people start saying it but if you if you if you what jay-z say do you actually listen to music or skim through it if you actually listen to how you rhyme and how he rhymed 
it's, it's, it's night and day. My 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 mind don't even rap like how he rap. The shit he say, right. I'm not even going that into it like that. You know what I'm saying? But nah. my man told me he was like, bro, he was like you not thinking about your shit. He was like, that don't mean like your shit's less hot. He was just like, he was like, you saying your shit with conviction? Like right. you mean what you say? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, he, well, not saying he might not mean it, but it's just like mm-hmm. he's overthinking. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like. I just remember, like, it took him a long time to do it first. <laughs> what, what? Okay. <laughs> and, I was there, and I was so anxious because I was done. I was like, sound tight, but then, like, when he was done, like, it, it was, it was, it was dope. And I remember when we shot the video, we was in New York, and it was hella random. Yeah. It was random as fuck. Like, we didn't right. be like, we gonna plan this. We pulled up. Ross was in the studio with Khaled. Yeah, I about to say, how did how did y'all get? Because this was around the time that Wale got signed to mmg when he first got signed to mmg yeah like he used to ross used to always be like wherever you at pull up so mm-hmm. like we just went to the studio and he was like while they were like yeah we shooting a video he was like come on right. and shoot it and he was mm-hmm. willing to stand up being a video cali was in the yeah. video like yeah yeah that shit it was all organic bro that shit was that's crazy. a that's a classic man that 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 always you know i, I always you know one of the questions i always wanted to ask you i said man if i ever got a chance to uh to, to, to meet uh Cobain, you know, meet Cobain in person. I always want to ask, man, like, did, did Ross ever ask you, you know, would you like to be part of him? Because, you know, he ended up signing Wale and then Trail, then Trail came, so. Nah, he did. He did, for sure. Um, we just didn't think it was a good idea mm. at the time because everybody was sounding like, sound like Wale, but Ross tried to sign. Mm. 2016. Okay. 2016. He okay. wanted to sign me to MMG, and yeah. we just didn't feel like it was the right move to make. Right. Okay. And, no, I respect uh, that. And and uh, Trail signed with MMG because he loved Ross. Right. Like that was his favorite rapper. It was no that, other that nightmare. That, that that nightmare on E Street. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. Like, he, remember yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, you remember that? Yeah, Asriel Nightmare on East Street. What? Come on. Uh, <laughs> That's a classic, man. I ain't gonna lie. Shout DJ out to Fat Trail, huh? DJ Money hosted that tape. Yeah, yeah, that's a classic, man. That's mm-hmm. a that's a that's a classic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But nah, I would have, I would have, you know, I would have loved to see that, man. But one thing, I, I you know, I, I always follows your career because I'm the type of person, man. When I'm a fan of an artist, I don't care what transition he go through. If they continue to give me, you know, great vibes and good music, I'm going, I'm going to support them. So as you, you know, through the years, man, I, I know in um. 2013 you released a perfect contradiction you did no buzz with dj screen uh you did then you did the first whole time in 2017 and then boom two years later man you do the whole time volume two and you sign with jet life so let's let's talk about that man how did that whole thing come about how did you end up linking with spitter man because i would have never saw that one coming um i just think not giving up um I was in LA, like I didn't, I didn't go out LA with none of my friends and Greg and Wale and none of them. I was out there by myself and okay. my woman, and um, just not giving up, bro. Honestly, yeah. like yeah. I, I had already been on tour with all these guys. I had met Spitter a long time ago. We used to be at Rose House. 
like just chopping it up and like a lot of the people that i used to see in la who was like in the game like i already yeah. knew that like i i got pushing on i can hit pressure right. for advice mm-hmm. um i had new currency we just re- reconnected yeah. Uh, yeah. i used to be hella cool with chinks drugs i used to have his number solid people in the industry who just used to see me and was like bro i fuck with you you know what i'm saying and uh it was like i think all-star was in la and i was just outside bro just pulling up on shit i had dropped my first whole time volume one by myself and just you know just did that on my own because i still love to do music right and uh when i went to this jet like event they was having at a coffee shop me and spitter just chopped it up because we ain't seen each other in a long time okay and he was like boy what you doing over here and he was just excited he was like what the fuck? he was like yeah yeah, yeah. he was like Man, we gotta work and yeah. then turning them to work turning them to like bro you gotta fuck with me <laughs> and then like five months later like that was it yeah the rest is it yeah i i I never saw that one coming man when i saw when i saw you guys linking up i was like man i'm psyched man this is i'm like this is a hell of a good look for uh for for cold busy man because i i felt like that this is the perfect home you know what you do i think it just meshed so well with what 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 uh spitter does over there man can you talk about that a little bit how was it working with you know uh currency fendi p all them guys over there ty um, I think me going through my first like stint and seeing how this game go and leaving your emotions out of shit helped okay. me prepare me to be in the position I am. Right. Because like when shit wasn't going my way, I used to like get irritated and like voice my opinion on shit. But it's just like, like who cares? Niggas right. don't care if it ain't going your way. So like, that's a fact. Show them that's niggas, a fact. like you upset about it. Like figure out yeah. a way around that shit. And I think I'm at the point now where it's just like, I'm able to be a student and observe and watch how they getting it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I see how many venues, I see how many businesses, I see how like they get up every day and bleed that shit. Right. It don't matter sir. what they doing it. from fashion standpoint, music mm-hmm. standpoint, video standpoint, it's just like they are getting that shit out the mud. And they ain't leave they city, bro. I love that shit. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know how many big I, I look, are Yeah, you're right, man. You're right. You, and you and know think about Spitter. Oh, and, 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 and it's it's amazing because when you think about it, it's like Spitter. You don't you don't hear this dude his songs on the radio, but he's a millionaire. <laughs> it don't. It's just rappers. Exactly, and and this is what I mean. D'Angelo was just having this conversation. I don't know if she remember what we were talking. I was just telling her like the thing I love, and I want to hear your take on it as well one of the things i love about music today about hip-hop today and why i personally feel like we're again we are in a golden era we have artists like yourself artists like spitter artists like you know so many you know in the uh, uh, great independent artists man that's able to carve out their own lanes and make music and be able to reach the masses and reach their it, it, it reach their uh uh demographic or fan bases without gatekeepers so talk about that man what do, what do you think about that how do you feel about the music game today 2021 bro, i think it's amazing bro 
I think that it's amazing to have all these artists be in control of their own destiny. Not needing a label. Not needing all these people, you know, eventually taking money out of your pot for shit that you create. Like, out of thin air. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they Before you even get it. That. They gonna come and boost you up, put some money behind you, make you be seen, but like, nobody helping you create that shit, man. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It just be you in the studio, writing, doing what you gotta mm. do to like, put see a vision come through. And I be looking at those guys, bro, and I really be respecting it because I know they're getting it out the mud. They're doing right. everything themselves every day. Mm-hmm. I be going down New Orleans, I see them get up seven in the morning, they're shipping right. orders out, they're getting yeah. new shit in, they're shooting mm-hmm. their own videos, they're in their own studio. Mm-hmm. Like everything is self-made, bro. And it's just like, wow. That shit yeah. be motivating me, dog. You know what I'm saying? So it's like shit that I used to like get upset about back in the day, like shit that I thought people were supposed to do for me. It's like, no, I'm gonna do all the shit for myself. I'm and I'm using y'all as a guide because I see I see the work that it takes to put to put in for you to even get where you guys are at. So I'm not gonna question the work that I have to put in to get where I gotta go. Nah, not, man, I mean, I, I love the trajectory that you're on right now. I, I mean, I see it, man. You know, even even with the sucker free uh, imprint, man. So talk about that a little bit, man, because I, re- you know, I, I when I when I see you on your on IG or Twitter and you know the shit look official to me, man. So I, you know, oh man, I I, I, I say that I say that to say this. Do you feel like as an artist, as an independent artist, like you have to have merch? You got to have product now. You just can't. Like music alone is not just going to be be able to sustain an artist uh, in 2021. Bro, because going back to what you were saying, like how you don't have, you don't need a label, but you got to do the work. Right. And when uh, BOA broke up, that shit hurt me because like I ain't know nothing but BOA, but it wasn't mine. You know what I'm saying? So like when that joint broke up, it was nothing else to rest. It was like I'm just black old man out here. And it's like you now like people people knew BOA. Wale, yeah. Black Cobain, like it wasn't they didn't just know Black Cobain. Right, right. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I, I got introduced to you through BOA. I'm not gonna lie. Exactly. So it was like so as soon as that shit was over and like I was like, I was like, damn, am I gonna stay home? I didn't want to stay home because I felt like I was, I felt like I reached my ceiling here. I really didn't, right. but I felt like that at the time because like the way I got on, it was like, I didn't have to be here. I was on the road, I was doing this, right. I was doing that. So like to bring it all back, I was like, um, fuck, I lost my, I lost my train of thought. It was like you was on a road, you know what I'm saying? You didn't you really didn't have to come home. You know what I'm saying? I mean you you, you could have just like you saw about how you how you moved away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so so what so what I'm saying, like that that helped me become like not dependent on the shit. Right. I didn't have to go home, but like I felt I reached my son. So when I went to LA and I had to like imagine like feeling like you're being you're huge here. You really not that huge, but like at that time, Twitter was like fairly new, and it was just like, damn, 
Like we DLA, like I go outside, niggas know me, I go to the club. When you get to LA, it's like fucking being in junior high school and then going back to high school. I mean, it's like uh it's like uh when you're in junior high school and you in eighth grade, you, know, you, <laughs> you start you start you starting all over again. <laughs> yeah, so when I went to LA, it's like I was a freshman, I was like, I'm not shit. So I felt like that helped that helped me like elevate myself and right. not being dependent like because i used to be dependent like doa was set up for people mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying while is the biggest rapper here. then you got all these influential ass people then you got me tt like it was set up so it was easy when everything clicked but then when that shit yeah. broke up it was like oh i don't have shit to stand on and then yeah, that was, was a weird situation LA, man that was just not to go back to that, but I, I can't really find any interviews or read any print of what actually happened with that that whole because I, think, I just thought I, some, I don't get it to this day. I, I don't understand. A, I think it's a um, somebody did. I had an interview with somebody doing a documentary about the music scene in the DMV. Because I'm supposed to be like, interviewing. I'm supposed to be interviewing Greg, Greg, and um, and Muhammad okay, in a couple in, in, in like a month. I, I think it's um. Do you know six? But I, say it again. Do you know six? No. Mm-mm. What the fuck is they they brand? They like a video. They do videos and shit like that. But they're doing a big like DMV music joint. Oh, I do, I do, I do. I know what you're talking about. I seen the I, I seen the okay. highlights. I, I mean, uh, the um the promos. I seen it. I seen it. Okay. They had Wale. I, they had like yeah. They everybody. got go go bands and all that shit. UCB. Everybody, I saw that shit. Bro. They yeah, everybody. everybody. DC Scorpio. Like, they started yeah. like the 80s and going to That's what I'm saying. DC, yeah, DC Scorpio. I seen that. Sh- I seen like the promo, like maybe about two months ago. Okay, so I did an interview for them, and we were talking about those things. Okay. We were talking about those things, like what happened and shit like that. People want to know what happened. Yeah. Keep it, keep it short. It was Monday. Mm. You guys were Monday. young too, man. We was young. And it was supposed to, it, it was about money. Yeah, yeah. The, the bottom line, money. Mm. It was a lot of more other shit, but the bottom line, money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so, because I'm thinking, like, you know, mate, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, because Wale the star, you know nope. what I'm saying? Like, he, like, that's what that was the word. That was like the word that I was getting back. Saying, like, Wale, right? people, everybody was saying, like, Wale is the one who broke it up. That's what I was. You know, everybody in, in, in the city I, I is saying can't. that. No, 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 no. I can't. I'm, I, so I rather I said, man. If I, I rather ask you, man. I, and I, I, to be honest, I kind of feel uncomfortable even talking about this, this type no, of situations, man. It's fine because we don't got going detail on every little small. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. The bottom line was, was money and like where artists are going to go because people wanted right. to assign individual people. Right. Right. So it was money. Where this artist gonna go, who gonna get this? It was all that shit that we wanted to prepare for as a team. Right. Well, it seemed like, man, out of all the guys that, that came out of that situation, man, I'm gonna be honest, you and Wale and, and, and I say Tierra because she does a lot of writing. I seem like you guys really landed, you know, you guys landed on your feet, man, out of that, out of that say, whole situation. I would say everything landed on your feet. Because if you look around, like everybody has emotions. Right. 
Greg and Mohammed. I was I wasn't even I wasn't even counting Greg and Mohammed. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't like Greg and Muhammad. I wasn't counting them. Okay. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I was them just because like it was us. Right. It was G. Right. Like, I see what you say. Me. Yeah. Wale. Yeah. Trail. Like yeah. it was right. like a group of ten people who like yeah. who really got BOA to 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 where where it was at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like if you look around, like everybody got emotion, and that's how you know like all strong will and minded people. Right. Cause Greg and Mo and them got music. Yeah. I got sucker free. TT mm-hmm. is over there with her and winning mm-hmm. fucking Grammys. How about yeah, Wale TT just still, yeah. Wale is that still dude. an elite rapper. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. that's how you know. Like if right. we would have stayed together, wow. Man, y'all need to have a reunion, man. Y'all, y'all ever thought about like having like a, a, a board of administration reunion? Y'all, like, man, I, I, the only the only person I think that who, who can make that happen is Nari. We could probably okay. make that happen, but I always feel like we should have one. And I got the 6 a.m. record done, and I've been trying to get Wale on that. Oh like shit! You got a 6 a.m. Hold up, cause I know 5 a.m. is on that. Cheers. Yeah, I got. Yeah. I, I recorded 6 a.m. in L.A. like maybe like three years ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this guy named Fade, who's a, a real good producer, he works with Brent Fires. Okay. He, I just uh, I just met him about a month ago, in yeah. in Annapolis. Yeah, he work he works with Brent. Like, good. And good. when I tell you this beat is amazing, the mm. song is amazing. I recorded yeah. it three years ago, and it still sounds amazing. Damn, are you you, you, you when do you think you you think about dropping that as a single, or you think about putting that on a project? Um, I only want Wale on it because he's on he's on four a.m. He's on five a.m. I, I I feel like it wouldn't make sense to get anybody else. On it. I feel you. I feel you. Him or pushing? Man. Oh, pushing. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that's gonna yeah. be the trick. And <laughs> the, the, the the record sounds so timeless and like yeah. you know how like real rap is kind of coming back and you got people yeah. like Benny and Rizelda, yeah. and like uh-huh. all these like dope rappers. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, I feel like the 6 a.m. record it never gets old. I listen to it like every other week, and like it still sounds like I can put it out tomorrow. So it's no yeah. rush, but like uh-huh. Wale has that genre. Okay, okay. So, so you and you, you and Wale, y'all, you know, for the record, you guys are still good. Uh, we're good. We just don't talk every day, and yeah. I know like life goes on. He has a daughter. Right. He has all these things, but we've tried. We've been reconciled our differences. Right. But we don't we don't speak every day. Okay. okay. Yeah. But it's no bad blood. Okay. Well, that's good, man. I'm I, I, I'm hopefully, man. You guys be able to uh, connect, man, and put that together, man. Because four a.m. is a classic. Five a.m. is a classic. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got some classic drunk. Why not kidding? That's my shit right there, man. You spazzed on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Y'all got some shit. So look, look. Let me, let me. I, I want to I wanna switch gears again, man. I want to talk about some, some music shit, man. And, and, and I don't want to hold you too long, but I have to get into this. So mm-hmm. I want to, like, in the industry where today it seems like people are doing anything for, like, attention. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you appeal to, like, the clout chasers or the fans without man. losing your artistic integrity or your your integrity as a man? How do you, how do you go about doing that? Um, 
it's tough, but I just feel like I come from that era where it's just like you won't get your respect for being who you are. Um, so I don't really be like chasing that shit because right. it is hard to get attention when a rapper or fucking just just throwing it out there, not saying that he would do it. A rapper or just fucking just get naked on Instagram. It's just like, oh, he got yes, man, listen. A lot of weirdo shit going on. It's a lot of weirdo shit going on. Like, bro, I don't even want to even get into that game. Like, I don't care. I don't want clout. I don't want attention if it's unwarranted. Like, I want attention from niggas who relate to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I feel like I feel like I feel like um when you come from a certain era. And you really true to it, you don't you don't really get involved in that shit. Right. Like, cause I feel yeah. like niggas like our age, we on the cusp of knowing what it was like before social media, and, and we know what social media is like. So we got no, to yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, so no, I feel I, like I, totally I teeter the line and like you know play around with you know trying to get some views and then keeping and still keeping it organic. No, no, I, I, I t- I'm with you, brother. I love. I like yeah. I said. I, I, I see what you're you doing. Gonna see me like reaching, bro. I'm not. Gonna yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. That's that's like I said. That's one of the reasons why I have you on the platform. Why it's an honor to have you on here because you're one of those brothers, man, that never compromise. You know, whether the lights was on, whether the lights was off. You know what I'm saying? You you, you stayed. You know, you stayed the course, man. And brothers like like you, man. You you, you got to respect that. You gotta respect that man and where does that come from you know now you know after now that i bring that up like where does that come from i think you know that comes from just my dad bro honestly like i i my my dad ain't no big talker bro he just do you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and he's just been a worker you know what i'm saying right. and he's been a worker for like his family and just making sure that you don't fall on your face, bro. Like doing what you gotta do to make sure that you can sustain. I be telling people a lot, like it's hard to maintain. Like if you can maintain in this life, that is like huge. Because if you can maintain, that means you can like possibly go to the next level. A lot of motherfuckers can't maintain. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you're right. So nah, you nah. That's real if shit. You can't maintain, like, just paying your rent, paying yourself, yeah. like, the simple shit. You have to mm-hmm. maintain first. Yeah. If you can't maintain, then you're just going to be going down, bro. Yeah. You're going to be yeah. going down. So, like, I always watch my pops maintain, but I never watch them take it to the next level. For what reason? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I feel like we are in a position to take it to the next level because our generation ain't going I love I love my dad you know what I'm saying right. but me my dad worked for the grocery store and he's been working right. there for 30 years he's going to right. retire right. we're not going for that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey, I respect it age, yeah and it's a new day we're not going to yeah. fucking work a job yeah. we don't love just because exactly. we need to take care exactly. of we're going to take a chance Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So like, you don't, you don't want to think back. You don't want to think back like what woulda coulda shoulda. Bro, you know what I'm saying? I, I went to school. I got I graduated college. Yeah. Got, you was a teacher. I got a great job outside of college. I've made yeah. forty two grand a year. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I did that shit for three years. Yeah. And 
I went on tour with Wale my next year. But like I was talking to <laughs> and that was and that was all she wrote. <laughs> That's all she told me. But like, I was talking to this older lady at my job, and I was scared yeah. to quit because like everybody always told me like you gotta have a job, you got four one k, you got to do this. And I got this older lady who worked at the Boys and Girls Club. She was like damn near fifty, and I was like Miss Naomi, what do you think I should do? She was like, well, baby. She was like, if you stay here forever, you never know if you if you will, will make it. That's what I just said. It should have, would have, could have. You don't want to be, you know, thinking back what could have been. And she was like, and she was like, well, I'm 60, and it was a lot of stuff I wanted to do. And like, she gave me that reassurance, bro. And I put yeah. my two weeks in, like after I talked to her. Yeah. And yeah. I ain't yeah. looked back since. And it ain't been pretty, bro. It hasn't been pretty at all. Right. Right. <laughs> but you still here. You still here. What? What? I, what? But the thing, here. you still and here and. Go ahead. I, I feel like I'm coming into like what's what what's meant for me. No doubt. Nah, I, I feel you. I feel you. I, I, and, and that's one of the things I respect about artists like yourself, and that I respect about all independent artists, man. Because I think today, you know, you you have artists that can actually be themselves, man. Like no one tells you what to do, mm-hmm. even though you 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 are uh, a part of Jet Life. You got your own imprint. You call the shots. Mm-hmm. You did. You decide what type of video you want to make. You decide what type of music you, you want to make, and you have a whole fan base for people like myself. That's going as long as uh, Co Busy do what we know and love. Man, you good in our book, man. We go. We go run the screens up. We go buy the merch. We go. Run, we go get the vinyls. All that shit. And and that's the only thing I'm trying to build, bro. It's just like adding on to my fan base getting some of the younger guys to come in like i like working with the younger guys um with sucker free in my city a lot of the like high school kids and junior high school kids are wearing are wearing our clothes and they feel like and then we got a lot of them like interning and working at the store so like you know it's starting young and like they already feel like this is their premier brand like i remember i used to wear madness you know what i'm saying i used to go to madness and get a three hundred dollars for like yeah. oh man shit. I used to drive all the way from I used to drive I was when I moved out VA I was still coming all the way from Dale City to go to damn uh, uh Georgia Avenue to get a madness sweatsuit ha- bucket hat <laughs> and when I look back at the prices I was I was paying ridiculous man especially when you work in that Boston market <laughs> I'm fit I'm, I'm I'm 17 years old and working at Boston Market probably made me about three hundred a week. Listen, so uh, <laughs> my button ups used to cost seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's crazy because I, I I talked to Eddie Van that I was you know I could call him, hit him up whenever. I was just at the store in Waldorf, man. And it's it's just it's just a you know full circle, man, to see the guys, you know, that you looked up to and now you can be able to, you know, talk to these bro- these brothers like like your peers. And, and and I bring that up. Now that you've been in the game 10, 11, 12 plus years, man, how does it feel, man, to be mentioned with you know some of the greats that ever came out of this area for guys that you looked up to? Now they looking now they looking at you as a peer. They looking at looking up as you as one of the icons that came not just from out of Virginia, but from the the, 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 the DMV area, man. How does it feel? 
not it's dope because like I felt like I came in at a good era where like people took rap seriously because you know our our culture is go-go based and around the 2010 era and shit like that when we had the open mics on U Street and shit like that right. like if you didn't do that shit and like put yourself out there and be vulnerable yeah. you wouldn't be mentioned in this type of history no that's a fact yeah you know what i'm saying i was vulnerable bro i used to go on U Street and perform in front of 15 people mm. you know what i'm saying like the king and slams why. uptown yeah. xo and all them and I feel like yeah. from my area, that's why I got this the little bit of status or the status that I do have is because I wasn't scared to do that shit, bro. Like, I was all up and down U Street, passing out my mixtapes. Niggas seen me outside, fucking passing out my mixtapes, all in DC and VA, rapping this shit, bro. So, like, yeah. do I feel like I should be further? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm grateful for the people who stuck with me, seen me through this shit. Like I wouldn't change it, bro. Right. And I, we I know still you out here, like, bro. I still feel like I got a ceiling to go because, like, oh man, everybody, like, niggas don't get the like. Jet life is a huge entity, bro. And I'm super cult following, supportive. man. <laughs> I'm super supportive and appreciative yeah. of them because, like, yeah. anytime I drop a verse or put out the project under their imprint is yeah. like it, it it boosts my status yeah you know what i'm saying and like that shit is a blessing and the, for the fact that they let me build sucker free as well mm-hmm. like even though i had it before i signed with them right but like now i got a storefront we selling mm-hmm. clothes online we got the kids coming in there we in the community and shit like that plus music right. i feel like in the next couple of years bro i'm gonna be where I really wanted to be, and I ain't had to like sign on no dotted line oh, and give up forty percent and do all mm. that, bro. I took a long yeah. time. It's, yeah. My driveway gonna be looking like better. So. No doubt, no doubt, man. So look, we let's 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 go on over and, and, and talk about this jet life, man. So you just recently released, uh, you know, last year you released uh, coffee and um, all oh, oh, coffee and OG. OG. You know, which my man uh, sees produced like damn near, I say 85, 90 percent of that project. Okay, did have. I wanted him to do the whole thing, but he came into the recording process like late. So like, okay. all them joints that I did, like I did after I already had like fifteen songs recorded. Okay. But like, I love those songs so much. It was like, all right, bro, we can do half and half. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, that's a, that was a great project, man. Great project. You featured on two, uh, you know, the uh, Jet Life recordings of Volume One, and the, the, the last Jet Life recordings, right? You also on Spitters, uh, you know, his, his one of his last projects. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But your latest single, talk about this later. This is a little different right here. I haven't heard nothing like this from uh, the every other day. Yeah, every other day, every man. Other day. Talk about that a little bit. Since I came back home, like. I got like a lot of people who like look up to me in my city because we don't have rappers like that in Alexandria. So like all the little young rappers, I know right. all of them. Yeah. And then we be going to my little homie studio in the hood. So like they all come there right. and I love their energy. Um, I love how they make music. I'm a fan of these young guys. Right. So like my little bro, he's like, in his 20s and he just became a rapper i love him i think he makes dope music and that was kind of like a platform for him more okay. than anything no doubt um 
that was his first song he kind of put out and then he released a single his own and i think he's gonna be dope and i think he's gonna be able to like get into that lane with that type of sound with the auto right. and shit like that yeah yeah and i like to play around with those type of records you won't hear many from me but i think it's fun I'm yeah nah I, it, it was a it was definitely a change of pace man but yeah i, I love it man i, I love it no I think it's fun I think it's fun. I love doing records with these young guys. Right. And for the majority, if you ever hear me on shit like that, you're going to hear a young guy on it. Okay. Um, but my project that I'm probably going to, I'm thinking about dropping it on Halloween. Okay. It's, it don't sound like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, shoot, man. Hey, I'm, I'm excited, man, because again, yeah, yeah, that that that, uh, that last project was fire, man, and you um, know I, I love I, I, I love I love that project, man. What what did Spitter think when he when he heard that, man? Like you know, because oh, like, like how does that how does the jet light like how does the factory work? Is it like how does this system work? Because Spitter, well, how does that work? They let you do your thing, so like yeah. I'll just like after I'm finished doing whatever I do, I'll send these records over and they'll give me their opinion, and I'll be like okay. Spitter, which one you want to get on? Yeah. He'll okay. pick his record and he'll be like, man, let's go. Let's go. I know y'all got some joints in the tuck. I already know y'all got, got like, some joints got, in the like, tuck. Three songs in the tuck. Uh, one's going to be on this, this, this upcoming project. Okay. And then a couple are just sitting for upcoming projects, maybe on the Jet Life end. Okay. Um, but yeah, they just support it, bro. They just, they're not. They're not gonna tell you, like, oh, this crank tool, you shouldn't put this out. It's just like, right. do you believe in it? Right, right. Do you want to shoot this video? Right. Do you want to do this? Let's go. And they're gonna support it, bro. And right. that's what I like because it's like, you can be consistent, you can build your fan base. And uh, for these past couple of years, I've been with them, I've been having like, uh, like a lot of different challenges like um, in life and shit like that but I feel like with this year and the upcoming years I should be able to have at least four or five projects out mm. I'm still under contract with them for another three projects okay well shit man I, I, I love what you got I love this connection right now man I hope I hope and pray that you guys can can extend this because oh, no, a lot of I, a I, lot I, of great music has came out of this 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 union. I love those guys, bro. I love the yeah. hustle. I love I love the business. I love. It seems like they got, like they got a lot of respect for you, man. Bro, they do everything they sell, bro. Like I'll be going yeah. down there and I'll sit in the studio with Fendi till like four in the morning. And this guy's in yeah. there fucking recording himself. Yeah. This shit is insane, bro. Like they—they right, right. they are really hands-on with everything they do. Right, right. Like Spitters fucking shooting videos at three in the morning. It's really right. inspiring. <laughs> no doubt, man. So look, before we get up out of here, man, I gotta ask you, man. Like, what, like outside of music, man, what are you into outside of music, man? I know we was talking about the fantasy football draft, yeah. man. But what are some of the things that you, <laughs> you know, some things that you do? The interview back for hours. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I, I get it. I get it. I'm like in the sports. I'm in the sports. Hella in the sports, bro. Um, basketball, football. I love doing fantasy. I love fucking weed, man. I love smoking weed. <laughs> like seriously, I love smoking weed. I love. Okay. Like, I love like being with my family. Yeah. Like I'm a house guy, bro. Like I don't yeah. even like being outside like that like i'm a house person i love kids. so you ain't you 
you're not one of them guys that got to be around rappers all the time, all because every time, like when I, because I follow you on IG, and I need you to follow me back, man. I gotta get that, but I gotta get that say black Kobe. I gotta get that black Kobe co-sign, man. Bro, say less. Yeah. I'm, gonna follow, I'm gonna follow both of you guys. After yeah, yeah. Follow, follow D, please, if if you can. You know what I'm saying? I gotta get that. I gotta get that co-sign. Bike riding this shit. Fuck yeah. Chilling with the homies. I like lounges and shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking, we be we we every year we be having turkey bowls where me and my homies we be we be playing football on Thanksgiving. Okay. Like I like wholesome shit, bro. Okay. I don't like the clubs. I, I don't like yeah. trying to like link up with rappers. I don't like none of that shit, bro. Yeah. Like that's something that I I have to do and I had to like teach myself how to put myself in those positions because that's not naturally who I am. Um, uh, extrovert? Introvert, extrovert. I'm an extrovert. Oh, okay. oh, oh shit. See, see, I consider myself, I'm not gonna lie. See, introvert, I'm an introvert, extrovert. don't like being around people. I'm an introvert, extrovert. I'm an introvert. Yeah, I'm an introvert, extrovert. Like, I really, I don't really like to be around a lot of people. See, see, people I, I like. I like to be around them. Dick, she said it. Say it again, D. Say it one more time. I like to be around a lot of people, but the people I like, I like to be around. That's me. That's me. I, I have my type of. I, ha, I'm not gonna lie. I have my type of people, and my, my type woman, of people is, is, is very said, small. My woman said, "If you're in the middle, you're oh, I never heard that one before. I'm I had to Google that one. <laughs> I never heard that one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got, I got to look that one up. I definitely got to, got to, got to Google that one. You know what I'm saying? So, so, nah, brother, it's been an honor to have you here on the platform, oh, man. You, man. You know, before we get up out of here, man, just talk about what you got going on uh, right now. Uh, you know, you okay. got, I know you got the merch. You got yep. anything else coming out? Uh, man, you know, your social it's media. It's bigger than merch, bro. We got the whole store. We on Queen mm-hmm. Street and Old Town Alexandria, VA. That shit is operating every day. We yeah. online, we're selling online. Like uh-huh. I feel like it's becoming what it's supposed to become. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I have a project that's finished. I'm just waiting oh, on shit. a couple of features. It's called Co Busy. Mm. And I'm looking to put it out maybe like around Halloween. Okay. And now, now, now talk about now what are you what are you now with this upcoming project? I know it, I said we about to wrap it up, but I gotta I gotta ask this, man. Mm-hmm. What are you what are you planning on expressing with this new project, man? What are we gonna see that's that's different? Oh man, I feel like I feel like it's um, I feel like it's like really honest and down to earth. And I feel like it talks about like a lot of the transition from LA to the East Coast. Right from east coast to la back to the east coast and gotcha. like it's it's really talking about topics of the things that we've been seeing in the world police violence um the abusiveness of drugs uh you know just everything bro like Racism. Yeah, rest in peace, Michael K. Williams, man. When you, you just when you man. said that, that was like the first thing came to my head, Everything, man. Like, like yeah. when you see it and like the and like you hear about the little girls getting murdered from straight bullets. When you hear about like people dying from this, that, and the third, like I'm a real 
increment when it comes to like my music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I said that about Drake. I was like, I love Drake music, but he never talks about current events ever. He don't. Yeah. He stays so far away from that shit. I don't like, mind though. I, I, I don't have a problem with it though, because I know, I know I know where I can go to get that. I let Drake I, I, I let Drake do what Drake do. I know. Let him, I know. Yeah. I do. But like, yeah. it's just like, like, like one time, like you're never gonna make a conscious record, bro. Yeah. Like yeah. you're Drake. Like you could change the world with a conscious record. Yeah. Man, so like, you, he got I, a I machine, man. Like, he got those machines are. behind him, man. It's like so many. He, I know. I don't I know. know. I know, but yeah. I just be thinking about shit like that. Now nah, I feel you. I feel. I'm with you. I'm with you. You know I what I'm saying? You. Because yeah. ultimately, we the niggas that like his music. Niggas in the exactly. hood, girls in yeah. the hood, and all that shit. But you don't. Yeah. You got full niggas in the hood. That's true. That's true. So that's my that's only gripe, bro. It's like, yeah. bro, like you might could change the world, bro. Yeah. yeah. If you say something about police violence or shit like that, but you never yeah. do. That's why I feel like no, no offense to Drake, but I feel like. I, I give Kendrick the edge on him, and it's and one of the reasons. It's one of the reasons why Kendrick has a. You, people can talk all this great stuff about Drake, and he's great, but Kendrick has a Pulitzer, and Kendrick has a rap album of the year. Drake doesn't have that. He'll so because people, people always people make it seem like I heard that that this the DJ Academics dude was talking real crazy about Kendrick's uh, uh, last week. And he was talking about just making it seem like Kendrick is nothing compared to it. I'm just like, brother, you don't understand what Kendrick has accomplished doing things his way. I would never listen to a nigga like DJ Academics. He's a he clown. A fucking, he, he, <laughs> and he's a fucking clown chaser. He's a fucking clown, man. He is a, this, he's one of the, if I can name one of the rights that I do have with hip hop is guys like that. Yeah, and then and then people let him in and he has this voice, but it's like really like like white people. It's cancerous. I think it, he is a cancer like, to the it's like it's like the white culture of hip hop that Right, right. Like, he, he he latches on to everything everything that's 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 destructive within right. our culture. Exactly. If you I, I literally heard this brother and this would I this is what I can't stand about. I literally heard this brother say that if you're not on the radio, if you don't have a number one, I don't want to hear you. I'm like, if that's not the biggest dick riding, clout chasing shit I've ever heard in my life. He ain't, heard, he ain't never heard good music, man. Exactly. Do you know Freddie Gibbs just got Grammy nominated? And, and he had the nerve to go at Freddie Gibbs like last year. Freddie killed him. Destroyed like, him, of nice. course. Freddie's nice, nigga. He's, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, you don't need just... Radio, and this is the conversation I was having with DeAndre as well. Radio, they put money into artists to get on the radio. Yeah. That doesn't dictate who's great. Like, I don't have no problem with radio, with the artists that's on the radio, but you can't tell me that they're better than the guys that's on, that's not on the radio. Because just you can't business. tell me that. It's business. Exactly. But when a nigga like Freddie Gibbs get a Grammy, that ain't business, nigga. That's grass. That's the people. Out the mud. Exactly. I'm That's the nigga, people. And I had to change, and I still got a Grammy nomination. Exactly. Nah. Yeah. The radio nah, I agree. Is business. Shit's for white exactly. people. Exactly. It's for white people. Yeah. Yeah. It's for white people. Yeah. That yeah. Shit is not, <laughs> that's not for us. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, and, and, and that's and that's one of the problems because people like that they get a voice and they be able to spew all type of nonsense and people look at look at our culture and they gather that that type they gather this information as if it's real based on what this clown is saying. It's so wild because it's like, yeah. bro, like niggas are role academics fat that's about it. I know they do. They they only tolerate him. They only yeah, tolerate they, him like, right, because like, exactly. You, you, you notice you never see him. You never see him talk to no real niggas. Like you never see him sit never. down with no real no artists that people respect on, and want to talk to him. Can you imagine hey. that, like Freddie Gibbs talking to him? Just hey. talking to him. <laughs> like, no, fuck out of here. <laughs> right, 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 man. Exactly. See, this is this why I, this why I do what I do because I, I, we need more people like myself, man, to combat that type of bullshit, man. No bullshit. I'm, no so, bullshit. I'm sorry. That's, that's why because, I feel like I'm that's here. Because, uh, that's because it's too many white people in our in our culture. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. just being real. It's oh no, that's a fact. That that is a fact. Corny ass niggas in position. You got Jack Hollow. Radio. Oh so man, everybody can be done. Like it's so many dope rappers. Like it's 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 a game. Yeah, y'all play yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation for another day, man. I would, yeah. I would love to have you back on the platform to talk about that, <laughs> man. But... <laughs> <laughs> we already know, you know what time it is, Go Busy. But look, man, it's been an honor, man. This has been a dream of mine, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Uh, new, new, latest single. Uh, you know, the other day, what is it? Uh, every other day. Every other day, please. Video next week, and it's more to what people are used to. I mean, every other day is fun. Uh, I wanted to shoot a video, it didn't pan out, so it's probably just gonna come and go. I might put it, leave them on the project, I might not, but like, I got some great music coming out. Nah, stream, run them streams up, get them, get them physicals if y'all can, man. The latest project, uh, uh, Coffee and OG, that shit is fire. You're gonna love it. A lot of great music from this brother, man. Discography is Halloween. Discography is ridiculous. So, hey, brother, man, it's been an honor to have you on the platform. Hey, D, you got any final words you want to say? We get out of here. Hey, thank you for speaking with us. It was an honor meeting you, speaking with you, and I can't wait for the music to come out. I'm I'm ready, man. I appreciate that, man. And my man, Cz and Fendi. I seen they had the interview last week, so uh, it was honor. It was honor being on here, bro. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother, man. I, I can't wait to drop this, man. This been this been a this been an epic moment for me, man. So look, bro, I ain't gonna hold you any longer, man. Go ahead, enjoy the rest of your night. Love you. Y'all take minute. care, man. No, please, wait one minute. <laughs> I make rolling trays. Can I DM you so I can send you a rolling tray with oh, your sure. arms free? For sure, y'all. Y'all okay. um, hit me right now so I can follow y'all back right now. I'm gonna do it right now. Okay. All right, that's a bet. I got you, brother. Take care. All right. Man. All right.